Add another name to the list of teams that will be searching for a new offensive mind for 2023. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome to the Friday edition of the GDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schuper back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone's having a great Friday. Hope everyone has had a great week. We've got a fun one here for you on the show today. Another change in offensive coordinator, and I don't know if any of us realize just how many offensive coordinator openings there are and that there might be in the National Football League and how it might create a bit of a logjam for these coaching searches to take place. So we're going to get into all of that here on the show. But before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season everything from the nfl playoffs to pro and college basketball the ufc mma and more you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at bet online with live betting options free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit just make sure to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your awards bet online where the game starts and it is the baltimore ravens back in the news once again that are the theme the reason for doing this show and no I will spare you another Lamar Jackson episode here on the show where we talk about his future although the Baltimore Ravens parting ways with Greg Roman does at least throw a little bit of a wrench into that plan if he is going to play someplace else in 2023 I do think that does give there a outside possibility that he does return in 2023 to the Baltimore Ravens they said as much yesterday uh, in their end-of-year press conference where they said that they expect him to be the starter in 2023. But the Baltimore Ravens will be searching for a new offensive coordinator. That adds them to a list of a bunch of teams that will be searching for a new offensive coordinator in 2023. And that's what I want to focus on here today because we make a lot about the head coaching searches, and rightly so. Those are the, the guys we hear from each and every week. They are the big marquee jobs that everybody in the NFL in the coaching circles aim for. You want to be a head coach one day. You want to have that on your resume. And so, yes, we are waiting to see who the Panthers are going to hire as their next head coach, who the Broncos are going to hire as their next head coach, the Texans, the Cardinals. We, we can go through the list. The Colts, all of these teams that are searching for new head coaches for next season. But there is also, I think, going to be, just based on the sheer magnitude of the list that I'm about to read to you, that there's going to be an offensive change in a lot of different cities for 2023. A lot of different teams are going to look differently on offense, not just because of talent that's coming in and talent that's going out, but because they're going to have a new voice in the room. There's a new person calling plays. There's going to be a new offensive voice for these teams. These are teams right now, if you go to Wikipedia and you look up NFL offensive coordinators, these are teams that currently have openings. So these are ones that are listed as vacant. And we'll go through some of the differences here between them. But these are the teams that have current openings at the offensive coordinator position. The Patriots, the Jets, the Ravens, the Colts, the Titans, the Chargers, the Commanders, the Bucks, the Cardinals, the Rams. That's the list of teams that currently have openings at the offensive coordinator position. That's where I want to start. And then we'll go to how this could this list could get a lot longer. And you could understand why there's a little bit of a freeze. Why some, some coaches are just like, you know what, no thanks. I, I don't want to take interviews right now for the offensive coordinator. I like where I'm at. Because you look at that list and like, I don't know. I don't know if I want any of those jobs. But let's look because not all the jobs are created the same. The Patriots are obviously going to look different in 2023 offensively, but it's still Bill Belichick's team. It's still Mac Jones as of this moment, the quarterback for the New England Patriots. 
You still have basically the same room offensively. So, yeah, you're going to bring in a different voice, but we know the Patriot way. It's going to be in a similar vein. Bill O'Brien interviewed for the job yesterday. He's considered one of the favorites for the job. Obviously falls under that Patriot umbrella, so that makes a lot of sense. The Jets, they're going completely outside of what they did a year ago. Mike LaFleur is out as the offensive coordinator. They are not just interviewing people inside the same Shanahan tree. In fact, the only person that had any sort of connection to Robert Sala uh, was Darrell Bevel, who's down in Miami, and Bevel told the Jets and the commanders, I'm not interviewing for those jobs. I like where I'm at. I'm not going to take those jobs. So the Jets, they're going to have an uphill battle. The Ravens, we've just started this conversation. They are going to get a new voice, and yes, that offense is going to look a lot different than the Greg Roman offense of a couple of years ago, much to the um, applause of the fans and maybe some of the players. I know the fans we're getting sick and tired of Greg Roman there by the time it was all said and done. The Colts, so well, I got to see who their head coach is, but you know, they're they're going to look for a new offensive voice because Frank Reich was the guy calling plays there. The Titans, they fired uh, Todd Downing. They're going to be looking for a new offensive voice, and they're going to probably be looking for a new offensive identity. Is Ryan Tannehill the quarterback next season? This offense needs a complete overhaul. It doesn't look like Malik Willis is ready to be a starter in the National Football League. Lots of question marks there. The Chargers, we know the conversations that have had there. Joel Lombardi out. Brandon Staley still staying there, but yeah, there's going to be a new voice in Justin Herbert's year as they try to build off of a 10-win season and a playoff berth and try to avoid what happened a year ago. The Commanders, yeah, that was a disaster. They're looking for a new voice. The Bucks, we know that that's going to look very, very different than what Byron Leftwich had, and also Tom Brady might not be there next year. The Cardinals, well, they need to hire a new head coach, but their head coach last time was the guy calling plays. So it depends. Do they bring in an offensive-minded guy who's going to continue to call plays, or is it Vance Joseph, is it D'Amico Ryans, is it Brian Flores, who's the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, and they're going to need a separate offensive coordinator. And then the Rams, McVay's coming back, so he's going to deal with the play calling, but they are going to probably install an offensive coordinator. So there you go. Those are all the openings and all the different kind of permutations of it and how each team's going to have a different approach. But guess what? There are also three teams that could have openings at the offensive coordinator position. The Panthers, Broncos, and Texans all have current offensive coordinators listed, and they have offensive coordinators on staff. But you don't think that a new head coach for the Panthers, Broncos, and Texans isn't going to want to fill out their staff with people that they're comfortable with, the people that they want to work with, people that they want to go to war with each and every week? So those three teams could have openings. So you have those three, plus the ones I just mentioned. I'm counting right now. Patriots, Jets, Ravens, Colts, Titans, Chargers, Commanders, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams. That's 10. 13 teams in the league. 13 could be looking for new offensive coordinators, new offensive identities, new offensive voices for the 2023 season. You don't think these teams are going to look just a little bit different? And yeah, listen, you look at the the Chargers. They have Justin Herbert. Things are going to probably be pretty similar. But you know what? They might be different on offense. They might be better on offense. They might truly maximize the potential of Justin Herbert, of Keenan Allen, of Mike Williams, of Austin Eckler. They might be able to truly maximize what they have on offense. You don't think a new voice in New York with a new quarterback is not going to make the Jets' offense look different in 2023? You don't think if Lamar returns to the Baltimore Ravens with a different offensive voice, a different way of doing things, we might see a better, different version of Lamar Jackson? I mean, these are all possibilities. The Bucs are going to look completely different on offense. Byron Leftwich was addicted to running the football last year, and they couldn't run the ball anyway. He's going to have a new quarterback, whoever that offensive coordinator is going to be. This is going to look vastly different. And guess what? That's why there's a logjam. There's at least 10 of these. There's a potential for 13 of them. And so if you're a prospective offensive coordinator candidate, you're a passing game coordinator, you're a running game coordinator, you're a quarterback's coach, you're a former coordinator that's working in a senior capacity someplace else, you check any of those boxes 
and you are interested in making that next step up and calling plays and being an offensive coordinator in the National Football League, just look at the sheer magnitude of a list you have to go through. And yeah, you're not going to be interviewed for them all, but you're probably going to get called about three or four or five of them. And guess what? That's multiple interviews. That's multiple rounds of interviews. Then you have to make the decision of, is that the right place for me, my family? Is that where I want to go? Is that the next step I want to take? So yeah, there's a thawing out process that needs to go here. I compare it to in baseball when the winter meetings start and there's all these free agents and everyone's like, why, why hasn't anybody signed? Why isn't the, why aren't these big names moving? Why haven't we seen any activity? Why is it taking so long? Well, guess what? When there's 15 starting pitchers available and there's 15 teams that have needs for starting pitching, yeah, dominoes have to start to fall. There's an extensive process that all these teams and all these coordinators have to go through. And guess what? I use Darrell Bevel as an example because he's turned down both the Jets and the Commanders, and as a Jets fan, that's something in the front of my mind. Guess what? You have people that are saying, no, thanks, I don't want to interview for your job. So guess what? That forced you to go back to your list, reorder it a little bit, and then come up with more names to talk about. This is an extensive process, and guess what? In a league right now, that is dominated by offense. I said this on the Giants show yesterday. I will say it again. Seven of the eight head coaches that are coaching this weekend in the National Football League divisional round playoffs, seven of the eight, the only exception is Sean McDermott, are offensive-minded head coaches. I will say it again for everybody. Seven of the eight playoff head coaches this weekend in the divisional round are offensive-minded. This is an offensive-minded game right now. Offense is what allows you to be good. Offense is what allows you to make the playoffs. This is a this game is played on offense right now. And if you have a good defense and your defense is able to slow down opposing offenses, that's great. But you got to be able to score points in this league. You have to be able to be efficient on offense. So guess what? These hires are very, very, very important. And so I look at this list and I I see how important these hires are going to be towards the future of the team. You're telling me that the Washington Commanders don't have to get the right play caller in the room? For next season, this team almost made the playoffs this year. They get the right play caller with the right quarterback. Sky's the limit for them. You don't think the right play caller in Los Angeles with the Chargers can unlock unlock the true full potential of Justin Herbert in that offense? You're telling me that a new offensive voice in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson returning, let's say that happens, you don't think that could reach new heights for the Baltimore Ravens offense has kind of been stuck in neutral the last two seasons? I'll use my team again. You don't think the Jets with the right offensive mind that's able to unlock Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, the tight end room with a brand new quarterback. You don't think that team can look vastly different in 2023 and be a real threat in the AFC? Everybody talks about how great the defense is. Guess what? Defense is going to remain unchanged. Still got a defensive mind head coach. You got to get the offensives out of the ball right. You don't think teams like the Panthers, Broncos, Texans, three teams that are going to have new head coaches, you don't think it's important if they go defensive-minded, or they just go with a head coach who's okay with delegating, that those hires at offensive coordinator aren't going to be vastly important. we got to unlock the Russell Wilson of Seattle. The Texans and Panthers might be starting rookie quarterbacks in 2023. This is very, very important, and that's why it's going to take a while. These teams are going to take their time. They're going to exhaust every resource possible. They're going to go through every interview possible because they got to get this right. This is the way the game is played in 2023. And so I sit up here, and I was thinking about this last night while I was trying to figure out, hey, what, what's going to be the angle for this? Because Greg Roman got fired, and I'm like, wow, that's a big story, right? The, the Baltimore Ravens are going to move on from their offensive coordinator. And I thought, man, we could do another Lamar Jackson episode. We could talk about what this changes for his offseason. And I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. Well, Greg Roman just add to the list of a, 
bunch of teams that are now going to be looking for new offensive coordinators. And here we sit January 20th and none of these are filled. Well, guess what? There's a reason why. It's a very important hire. It's a very important decision. It's also a lot of openings. So you can understand if you're if you're a quarterback's coach somewhere, you're going to take your time through this process. Don't look at it from the team side. Look at it from the prospective offensive coordinator side. You're going to take your time. You're really going to make sure that, yeah, if I'm going to go sign up to be the Bucks' offensive coordinator, that I, I believe in that decision. If I'm going to go be the Jets' offensive coordinator, I truly believe that I can make a difference. I truly believe that I can be the one that changes the fortunes of the New York Jets, the New England Patriots, the Baltimore Ravens, the Colts, the Titans, any of those teams. And so I'm, I'm fascinated by this because, one, I can't think, and again, and maybe I can be corrected, right? This is just a feeling thing. This is just how I feel about this, and maybe it's because my team's in the mix. I can't remember this much overhaul at the offensive coordinator position in a single season. You have 10 at least, potentially up to 13 teams that are going to be looking for new people to fill the offensive coordinator role. 13. It's a lot. That's close to half the league. That is a lot of offensive overhaul that's going to it's going to happen this offseason. So I'm just fascinated by the way that this whole process is going to play out. Yeah, we can talk about the Panthers head coaching search, the Broncos head coaching search, the Texans head coaching search, and those are going to be vastly important. But I think of all these teams that are sticking with their head coach and need to get a new offensive voice in the room, they're just as important. These are very, very important decisions. So I'll be fascinated to see how this all plays out. And we've got another team added to the mix with the Baltimore Ravens. So it just complicates it all that much more. Uh, thank you for making this show a part of your day. A lot of good playoff football this weekend ahead for us here. Looking forward to the divisional round uh, to see who will be playing in the conference championship games uh, next weekend. So thanks to you for making this show a part of your day, part of your week, whether you listen to one, two, all of the episodes. I greatly do appreciate it. It's a lot of fun to have you all along this journey. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along uh, with us. Thanks as always to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. Everybody have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great week and enjoy all the football. I'll talk to you all on Monday.